0: Hi, thanks for tuning in. I'm JD Park. I'm TJ Shelley. And welcome to One Stop
1: Real Estate. All right, so today's topic is should you manage your own property? And this is something that I've actually asked JD about. Um, so some background, the first property or the first home that I purchased, I was single. I wasn't married at the time, so I purchased the home and then I rented to some buddies. That's kind of the way to do it. Yeah, no. House hacking? Was that your plan? Yeah, that was my plan. So, Yeah, it was a great way to do it. Great way to get into a first home. And then after being in that home for almost two years, I purchased another home. And then I just kept that home strictly as an investment property. And I guess just to be transparent, like I did not love being a property manager, (laughs) which is why I ultimately ended up selling that property. Um, And I think there's pros and cons like, I remember, especially if maybe like your rent is a little bit tight on covering your mortgage, I can see where you might not want to hire a property manager. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of wanted to, to talk through what property managers do. Is it worth it? Um, cause for me, I wish I would have looked into a property manager before, like on my next investment property, I'm definitely going to use property management. Now that I understand a little bit more of how it works,
0: yeah. So a, a quick question for you: What were the things that you like hated about managing your own property?
1: Um, just collecting rent. Like if it's not coming in, like you have some people that are great. First of the month, they send it in. Mm-hmm. Just like that, it's there. And then when it's like two or three weeks into the month, and like you keep bugging them, you're like, "Hey, like, where's rent? Is right. rent coming in sometime soon?" Or mm-hmm. having like A furnace break or something break just like having to be like okay like let me drop everything I'm doing call like a heating company and get that taken care of or internet problems like any like just complaints and having to like try to give your tenants a good experience yeah especially if it's like an older home like that home was an older home so I felt like there was just always issues yeah things are breaking all the time yeah and I was just like like paying for it. Like I don't care so much, but like it's time consuming. And yeah, it definitely
0: is. Especially if you've got another job where you have other obligations yeah. and, and things like that. And I mean, house hacking is great, but you can't do it as soon as you have a family. Yeah. I think it's just, it's just too much. Um, But yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of pain points. <laughs> and I would say property management is a steep learning curve. Yeah. Um, and, you, I'm sure you learned a lot from, oh, yeah.
1: from managing your own property. Man, it was, it was a blast. No, <laughs> it, was just, it was just other things. Like I had to worry, like when it rained, um, sometimes like if it rained too hard, like water would get into the window wells and like it would start flooding, like different things like that where like, there's some preventative things I should have done. But then whenever it happened, like I remember I'd be driving and be like, I'd drive past that house on the way to work and I'd be like, I really hope that it's not flooding. I should probably like, stop by, check, and like, make sure I'm good where if there's a property management company, like my tenants aren't going to call me. They're going to call the property management company and it's going to be taken yeah. care of. Yeah,
0: and we have that specifically written out into the lease that yeah. if you do contact the owner, like, we, we will charge you a fee. Yeah, um, It's called the disturbing the owner. I like that. That's great. <laughs> so um, yeah, and and we we usually only get that. Um, we only charge that fee usually when a owner goes from managing the property themselves to switching yeah. over because they already have the owner's contact information. Yeah. So that's usually when we only run into it. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of things that you have to be aware of when you go into managing yeah. your own properties that people just don't
1: understand. And I think kind of like one thing that I'm thinking of too right now, like as a, as a landlord, you're, you're probably going to be giving your tenants a better experience by passing it off to a property management company. Mm-hmm. Cause like there's people dedicated, like their entire job is making sure that your tenants are having a good experience Yeah. and protecting you where like, for me, it's like I can do the best I can, but like I have another job. It's not going to be my full responsibility to go and take care of the things at the house in the middle of a work day where, like a property manager, that's what they're gonna do.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then um, when you were renting out your property and you were managing it, um, did you know the tenants or did or were they just
1: random people on yeah. Facebook? No, I, I knew the tenants. Okay, so, yeah. So, and like, that's the other hard thing too, is it's like, whenever you know the people, like I always wanna take care of my friends and do right by them, so, like I was charging probably a lot less than I could have yeah. been or should have been. And I think when you're renting your own house out, it's really easy to do it. You're like, oh, I know these people, I can get it filled. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you put it out to a property manager, it's just a a net that's wider. You're going to get more yeah. people, more interest. Yeah,
0: And it's hard. It's hard to be mean to your friends. Yeah, you know? if they don't pay on time, it's hard to be like, hey, look, yeah, I know we're friends, but like you need to pay rent. Yeah. And they they feel like they've got leeway. They're like, "Oh, come on, bro. Like, come on, you know yeah. me. Like, I'll oh, I'll get you back." Yeah. It's like that's not how this works. Yeah. No, for sure. And, and having a property manager, you can you can lay down the law and be yeah. like, "Hey, look, we will evict you."
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's we, not me. It's it's the property managers. To, yeah. They're they're evil, and I pay them to yeah, be evil like yeah. that now. But. So
0: there are pros to managing your own property, though. Um, Uh, Like I said, the expenses like, yeah, so expense is a big, is a big thing. Um, So we have a maintenance department um, and we'll send them out for repairs and everything. But they also have like a dispatch fee and and, like an hourly rate. Yeah. Um, So if you're doing it yourself, you you don't have to worry about it. Um, You can, you can do a lot of the repairs yourself and not have to pay like uh, an hourly rate as well on top of material. Um, it's, it's like sweat equity pretty much. And, um, and then also the management fee. Um, we charge between seven and 10%, depending on how many doors and, and, uh, like what type of property it is. So you, so expenses is, is obviously a con to to managing your own. No, uh, expenses a a con con, to having a property manager. Um, where if you're managing it yourself, it's a pro. Um, another pro is you get to be like you get to see your property and you know how it's doing if the tenants yeah. are like you get to be almost like a micro manager. Yeah, so, I guess
1: that that is one thing that's nice and like a little bit eerie. It's like okay, well, I'm going to let these people live in one of my yeah. properties for a year. I hope they take care
0: yeah. of it. Yeah, um, I would say if you're living out of the other half, I would probably recommend. Managing it yourself, yeah. Um, that way you understand it. But if you're not living on the property, I would not recommend um, managing. Yeah, it. No, that um, makes sense. So yeah, and and um, uh, something that a lot of people don't know is if you're not a realtor or you don't have your license and and you're just some random person that's investing in real estate, yeah. Um, there are things well you can discriminate. Yeah. of who you put in your property up to four properties so you can discriminate on age, race no, any, anything that. you want anything you want, like it's your, it's your property, you yeah. own it, you can put whoever you want in there, and make whatever crazy rules that you want to have um, as soon as you have more than four <coughs> properties you have to abide by Utah State Law um, you have to like, it's just first qualified and able yeah. applicant um, but if you only have four, it's it is kinda nice where yeah. you can um have really high standards, you can be like, Oh well if you don't have a seven fifty credit score Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> like this is you can make crazy rules.
1: Maybe this is like a, a question out of left field, but is it four properties per entity or per person? It's, like say it's uh, per
0: person. If you have an entity that owns the LLC, I'm pretty sure you have to buy. By okay,
1: that's what I was saying. I was like, like, could I go and just make like 10 LLCs and put yeah. four doors on each? Okay, find <laughs> a loophole and
0: hack that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for the most part, like that—that's a cool thing that you can do. But for the most part, like those rules aren't that hard. Yeah. Like, are you really going to discriminate
1: against race? Yeah. And the, Yeah. Not it's that I do want to discriminate. I'm on. just, I'm just saying like, I wonder, because yeah. I could see that like, there's some people out there that are pretty nitpicky, like yeah. very OCD. And it's like, yeah. I don't want this, 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 like, yeah. I don't want them cooking certain foods. I don't. So, yeah,
0: no, definitely. And, and so, I mean, you can you can use that to your advantage. Yeah. Um, but it, as soon as you have a property property management company do it, they always follow yeah. the the laws because they can get in big trouble. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the perks. Um, what other pros are there to managing it yourself? I think those are the only only yeah. few.
1: I mean, I I could definitely see like especially when you live in the house. Like, say you have like a mother in law apartment or accessory unit. Yeah. Like. I think when you're in the property, like, if something goes wrong at the property, like, you also live there, you want to fix it. Yeah. But I do like, like, if I don't live in the property, it's just kind of nice for it to be out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, like, that was one thing that I liked is, like, I could stop by, I could make sure the house was doing okay and, like... Yeah. I'm not, like, a very micromanaging person, but, like, it is nice to stop by, like, oh, like, change an air filter or something, and, like, you can be like, oh, this is great, like, the house looks good, everything's mm-hmm. good, so. Yeah,
0: and, I mean, verbal contracts, like, you can customize it with your tenants, like, if you're aware, and it's just, like, if it's just one unit, it's not super difficult, and you can be you can make accommodations to your tenants to make them like you and, and incentivize them to be good tenants. Um, and, and you can really do your due diligence on getting tenants, but that's, that's pretty much all that I see. Um, there are a lot of downsides though. Um, and, and this is kinda, so today I brought this little packet and it's like the 10 commandments for property management. (laughs) And so, um, We're just gonna touch on all of them really quick. Um, Obviously, you want to choose your tenants wisely. Yeah. One of the perks that we had discussed is you can discriminate if you have less than four units, um, or it's four or less units. um, So making sure you get good tenants, doing background checks, screening, yeah, um, things like that. That's another perk of having a property management company is they can do that easily. They have the systems. They pay for it. Say like if
1: I couldn't pull credit through like the credit pulling system that I have for being a loan officer. I have no idea how I would go about Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, and my buddy, he's got a, uh, he's got a business and he was trying to like do a background check on, on somebody that they were hiring. Yeah. And he's like, can I use your system, I was like, bro, i you cannot use our system no, yeah. to run their credit or anything, so it is kind of difficult to, to pull those the things hmm yeah, and then um the second thing about um the debt ten commandments, number two is your properties must cash flow well, yeah um if like- like you said, if money's tight you you probably are going to have to manage it yourself yeah um if it's not. Then you can afford a property manager. Yeah. Um, And then the third one is establish reserves upfront. So when it
1: says reserves, what do you think of? Uh, I mean, reserves, we look at that in loans all the time. Like if you're purchasing a rental property, you're gonna be required to have six months of reserves. So Mm -hmm. you have to have enough liquid or semi-liquid assets to cover those payments for at least six months.
0: Sweet. So when you switch it over to property management, it kind of does the same thing, but for maintenance items, okay. So, setting aside like a reserve fund in case maintenance comes up or things break yeah. is always smart. Um, so we typically recommend one month's worth of rent. Okay. Um, if it's if you're not renting it out for that much, probably increase it. Yeah. Um, but we just have those reserves for those emergencies. Okay. Um, and so putting that away, great. Like. If, if you don't have the reserve, then something breaks, like say you need a new water heater or like you have to replace the roof. Yeah. Then you're going to have to do that some sort of financial, yeah. yeah, financial <laughs> dance where you like do a HELOC do or, or yeah. a refund, like that's a conversation that I'm sure you've had with yeah. several people. Um, but if they had a reserve, they wouldn't mm, have yeah. to do something. But put, would it be considered a lien on the home?
1: Yeah, like a HELOC would be a lien, yeah. or if you like finance your roof through, yeah, like a third-party company, they'll place a lien on your house. So. Yeah, and you don't want those, right? No. You don't
0: want those. <laughs> so, establish a reserve, and then number four is master your local laws. Um, this is kind of where zoning comes in, specific um, rules and regulations, HOAs. Like you have to be on top yeah. of all of those. Um, Uh, a really big one in Orem and Provo, um, is zoning laws. Yeah. So, um, for specific areas, if it's not zoned for student housing, you're only allowed to have three unrelated individuals living in the house. Okay. No matter if there's seven bedrooms, eight bedrooms, you can only have three unrelated or a single family. Okay. So if you have, seven bedrooms you're wanting to put in a large family yeah because no way that three people are gonna go in and <laughs> and you can't rent it. they want that yeah yeah you can't rent it by the bed yeah like as much as it would be awesome to get 500 bucks per bedroom yeah it's illegal okay. and so um understanding those is gonna be useful HOAs especially they all of them got their own unique quirky rules that probably haven't been updated since the 80s but (laughs) yeah so just being aware of those is something that you need to be on top of if you're gonna manage your own own unit if you don't have HOA great yeah I mean they there's perks of HOA where Um, you don't have to do like maintenance, Uh, you don't have to do lawn care that like you have amenities, there's perks, but there's also downside stage ways. Um, but we can talk about that in a different episode. Um, and then number five is prepare for eviction before a tenant moves in. So kind of what it means by that is, um, you have to have the gall to evict someone, um, you have to know how the process goes you have to be aware that that is an option yeah um people get evicted all the time yeah. um we have it hopefully never on yeah. a, a property that you're managing yeah um but there are certain laws that you have to follow when you evict someone yeah you can't just go and change the locks on them and be like hey you haven't paid <laughs> your your yeah. your rent in a month you have to get out and then when they're out you change the locks like that's illegal you can't do that Um, and it's called a I believe it's called a tenant at will um, and that's just or a holdover tenant they might be interchangeable but um, like there's laws that protect people that don't pay which is unfortunate for us but I mean those are the things we have to follow so you have to properly file an eviction it's a three day pay or vacate um, you have to serve that notice once that notice is served you go to a lawyer and be like yeah. hey can you file this and then they'll walk you through the steps and then they'll have um, a lockout once the the eviction is filed and then you meet with the police at the door <laughs> Jeez, and the police have to be there to like lock them out yeah. and then you change the locks once they vacated. but like it's it's a hassle, yeah. Like it, and that's why, like,
1: honestly, I don't know if I have it in me to just evict somebody. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that that's yeah, that's it's, nice. It's
0: tough, like, and it's not comfortable when you have to go to those doors and knock on them, and you legally have to knock. Yeah. <laughs> um. Some people I have to confront them face to face and say, yeah. "Hey, you're <laughs> you're out of here. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And and so um. And you have to properly serve it and everything. Yeah. So you just have to be aware of that before you start um so i guess with that is there
1: like a specific like verbiage that you need to include in the lease like for the people that are managing their own properties if you get a like how can you prepare to evict somebody um well yeah so having having the
0: right lease is important um there's standard ones everywhere um but An eviction process is pretty straight up. I don't think you have to have um, anything before. uh, I don't think you you even got to go through the proper procedure. Yeah, I don't even think you have to have a lease in place. Um, You can just go and serve an eviction notice, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, try to communicate. Yeah, and work out anything that you can before going through an eviction. Eviction is like the last thing you want to do, but you have to be like willing to do it yeah. um if if they're not cooperating and then number six is evict tenants that don't pay i mean we kind of just yeah. said it but you have to be willing to do yeah. it um so usually we so we have rent paid on the first like that's when yeah. rents due. um anything after that is late but we don't charge the late fee until the fifth they kind of okay. give some people some wiggle room um, and it's kind of the art of property management. Like yeah. you can be like a stickler and be like on the first, yeah. that's when it's due. I'm charging you a late fee on the second. There are people that do that. I wouldn't recommend it cause then your tenants don't like you as much. Yeah. And so that's why we call it the art of property management. And then, um, the fifth is when the late fee goes out and then, um, which the late fee is, um, the it's $75. Or ten percent. Okay. That's how much a late fee can be. So it's whichever is greater. Um so if it's they got a eleven hundred dollars on on their monthly rent, we would charge a hundred and ten. Yeah. Um but if it's like five hundred bucks that they pay, we're gonna charge them seventy five, even yeah. though ten percent is fifty. Okay. Um and so um yeah, so um I forgot what I was saying. Late fees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, after late fees on the 7th or 8th, that is when we post the three day payer vacates. Okay. Um, and so, yeah. And, and, um, if you're having to go do that, um, I would probably put into your lease that anytime we have to yeah. serve a notice, like we're going to charge you an amount. Yeah. Cause if, if they consistently do that, like I'm not going to go out there and not get paid. Like yeah. it's my time. Like time is money. I can't be working on real estate deals. You can't be working yeah. on on um putting together financing like we have to go and take time out of yeah. our day to do that. So I would also charge a fee for that. Yeah. And then you go through that whole eviction process. Okay. And so number 7 is auto collect rent payments. Um, there are systems out there. Um, I would hope that everybody's doing it online by now. Yeah. Venmo, you can do Venmo um, if you want. It's not necessarily the this like safest because yeah. you don't have like a ledger. Yeah. Um, being able to record payments and things like that um, is going to be important, especially yeah. if like you have to evict somebody yeah. and when you have to post charges and. And if a tenant has issues, I mean, you, you most likely won't run
1: into a lot of these things unless you're
0: managing a lot yeah. of properties, but, um, it can happen. Yeah. I, and I think it's, it,
1: it makes it easier too. like, once it comes tax time to like, you have everything there. Yeah, Yeah. And it's, if you ever get audited or anything, like you can back it up where if it's been like, you're going to have to go through and like screenshot every payment or find a way to, yeah.
0: Definitely, definitely.
1: And, I mean, if... I did it through then, though. But. Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and did you have any issues with it, or when tax tax no. time came up, did no. you have any issues? Okay. So,
1: I mean, it was, I wasn't making a killing, so I just yeah. report, like, to my CPA, it was more of like, okay, this is how much I collected in rent, and Sweet. didn't provide anything. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but mm-hmm. that's yeah. how I did it. Yeah, so. I'm
0: sure they, they uh, put it in order and everything. CPAs are awesome. (laughs) They are. Um, And so, yeah. So just make sure that you have accounting for all of it and, and write it down somewhere. Um, People use like Quicken or Intuit, things like that just to track it. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Um, But auto collect, like something that will have them auto pay that way they don't forget. Auto pay is amazing. Yeah. Um, Especially if you're, expecting something to come in yeah for sure Um, and then periodically inspect your properties Um, so we usually do um, quarterly inspections and we phrase them as um, air filters like we come out to change out their air filter one because air filters are pretty cheap and easy to replace Um, and they they do need to be replaced and tenants don't usually know yeah. about how to upkeep a home if they're renting yeah. um, some do and we like those but <laughs> honestly we still the, like the
1: first out. home that i purchased my furnace went out and mm-hmm. then like i had a home warranty and everything and like when the guy came and i'd lived in the property for probably like two or three months mm-hmm. at the time but i guess like that air filter was disgusting And when the guy came he was like as like, when's the last time this was changed? And I was like, one, I had no idea I had to change it, and two, I have no idea like when the people that were there before me, when they replaced it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, and and I'm guessing that was probably a couple of years that it hadn't been replaced.
1: Uh, it, how did, dude, it do is? Did you see the air nasty. filter? You yeah. saw how nasty it was? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. On your own home, just for for record, change your air filter. Did they say that know. was the reason why? They the said that was out? like probably a big chunk of the reason. Cause it was having to work so hard with well, no. not very much yeah. air. Geez. Yeah. So.
0: yeah. I'm sorry that happened. No, it's but all good. Get a you know. get a home warranty <laughs> too.
1: Home warranties are nice. And they took care of that for me. Yeah. yeah.
0: So. so we come out and do air filter replacements. And while we're doing the air filter replacement, we just take note of the property. Um, we have insurance. Um, we call it, it's, liability assistance technically um but like for broken things like we can get them covered um but just being able to go out and and see what's happening make sure that it's not like because curb appeal is a good thing for for renting a unit just making sure that the upkeep's okay and that any maintenance items need to be addressed Um, and it's like an ounce of prevention is worth a, a pound of whatever yeah what do you know that saying <laughs> yeah i know I, but i can't I, think of the word yeah. now that's okay you guys know what the saying is <laughs> so um yeah but we would recommend every three months because um, you don't want to be that landlord that's there every month and yeah like, you don't want to be a regular at your tenants home. yeah no that's for sure not, because it is their home i mean it's it's your home but but it's, it's not yeah. yeah yeah and you want to have good tenants and yeah that's kind of the thing um and then um number nine is own close to home um if you are managing it yourself, um you want to be able to go yeah. and do those quarterly inspections and it, like any emergency like you're the one to be called, and so you have to be there yeah um so be close to home, but if you have a property management company, there is no issue with living in different states. We have people that live in different countries and and we just communicate via email phone calls are off limits cause different time zones. But, um, you can, you can live wherever and have property if you have a property management company. Yeah, that's nice. Um, so, and then number 10 is weigh the costs of hiring a property management company, which we've kind of done this entire time yeah. anyways. Um, and I would advise to err on the side of caution and hire one. Um, but we'll leave that decision up to you. But hopefully this, this podcast episode will make you aware to all the pros and cons of renting it yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. Is there, is there any concerns that you had, TJ? Um, any further ones? Maybe I'll just,
1: I'll just leave one question. So, yeah. like, let's just say you have one or two doors where you want to, like, convert your home now into an investment property. So just to kind of recap, so you said it's about seven to ten percent mm-hmm. of the rent. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah. So um, if we're doing like, let's just do simple math: a thousand dollars. If it's ten percent, it's just a hundred. Okay. And then you would get the the nine hundred. Yeah, See. yeah. And then um, we can charge like, if if you want to include utilities, we yeah. can include it in the rent. But usually we uh, include it in. Um, something called an amenities fee or a okay. utilities fee, where we don't take um, money from that uh, account yeah, and it will just go to utilities. Um, but most people, they'll put utilities in the tenant's name. Okay. Like that'll be a requirement. Requirement. Um, but in Orem, it gets a little difficult because um, the owner has to give permission and so if you have a property yeah. management company trying to have the tenant switch it into their name, it's, I mean, it's a simple phone call yeah. to the owner, but, um,
1: yeah. So just something
0: to watch out yeah. for. So, so something like that, you can, you can charge them, um, every month once you yeah. get the bill, um, if it is in your name, but I would just recommend having them put all the utilities in their name Yeah, and that way if they don't pay, like it's on them, yeah. not on you. So. Okay. Um, yeah, doing that. And yeah, I, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I feel like anybody that's thinking about renting a prop, a property, they kind of know the, the basic risks, Yeah. but they don't know all the risks. Yeah. And I think we've done a good job of shedding some light on yeah. that. So thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll catch you next time on one stop real estate. Yeah. Thank you.
1: The One Stop Real Estate Podcast is a production of Vision Real Estate. I'm TJ Shelley with First Colony Mortgage, NMLS 1674331 with First Colony Mortgage, company license 3112.